Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, and I'm with Mike Weeks, the owner of Fifth Season Garden Company in Asheville, North Carolina. And we're here at Hemp X. Mike, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. We're going to talk about uh, your involvement with industrial hemp, but first let's talk about how you got started in Fifth Season hydroponics and homebrew and organic gardening. Before I was an employee, I was a client. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I was I was a customer at the store, and my wife informed me that that they were hiring, and I went in, and you know I had dreadlocks halfway down my back, and I wasn't <laughs> feeling very confident about getting hired. The the part time staff that worked there, please hire this guy, please hire this guy, you know, and uh, so there it started, and I was I was just a part time employee for the first couple of years. And then was given the opportunity to manage the store and, and did that for over a decade. And Okay. They were planning to open up a, a new uh, store, a lot bigger and everything. That's right. And so you approached them and what happened then? Well, the primary owner really kind of approached me. Um, I th think he knew that I had interest in investing and, you know, becoming just more than a manager. Okay. And it, because it's an, it's something that I was pushing for a while in some way, shape, or form. I wanted some ownership because, you know, it just it fuels the, uh, the, the, the passion and the, um, gives you a purpose. Yeah, it gives you a purpose. Yeah. It's, exactly. Yeah. Really stoked that he welcomed the idea and, uh, and so, uh, you opened a store how long ago now? It hasn't even been a year yet. Okay. Um, it was it was right around Thanksgiving. We opened the store. Okay. Got open for the holiday season. Had a healthy holiday season, and then we also had a pretty healthy spring. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your uh, the actual store uh, because you have a different some different sections there. You have. Uh, uh, you're brewing beer there, and you have right. hydroponics, and you have a lot of gardening things there, mm -hmm. and just like a rare, and you also have something that very few businesses have, and that's a education, and you're teaching people how to do things. So that's let's, right. let's start with the hydroponics, and what, tell us a little bit about the hydroponics and uh, some of the businesses that you help, and how industrial hemp may be fitting into that that side of it. Okay, well kind of got our start back in 99 as being a hydroponics retailer and okay. Asheville being as progressive as it is and and having all the you know the farmland we were quickly realizing that we needed to move in the direction of, of stocking some organic amendments and some potting soils really becoming an integral part of the um, the farming community and so we launched a wholesale program okay which was really a, a small markup from our cost of the of the raw material mm -hmm. and offering it to the farmer okay and so that 
at the time was was a good move. Okay. Um, yeah, so you created some loyal customers that way too, right? That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So from there, it really, you know, the, I, I want to say that the little store downtown has always been kind of a hub. Um, okay. It's, it's like an ongoing classroom. Okay. And people come in with their issues that they're having in the garden or in the field, and they're sharing their stories, and we're learning from it. We're helping people find solutions. We've got the extension agents for the state coming in and sharing their information. So it's, it, it's always been about education and learning. Um, but now that we have this classroom, we can actually put things on the schedule, invite people in. And, and I think it creates an atmosphere where people don't feel intimidated. Oh, right? They can see that, that okay, there's a, there's a basic class on hydroponics. Um, coming up and you know they don't feel so intimidated to come in and say all right i know nothing teach teach me what you know yeah so that that's important when people right. come in and feel comfortable doing that that's just really that's great right. That's right. so uh what else are you doing in, in hydroponics anything uh besides i mean we do have a a showroom that's that's about 11 by 30 and we've got all these demonstrations, you know, we try to display, you know, there's four primary hydroponics methods, you know, you've got, okay. you've got the ebb and flow system, you've got the top drip system, you've got the deep water culture, um, you also have aquaponics, which is like hydroponics and aquaculture all kind of yeah, smashed together. Yeah, I heard together. about that, and I heard of some good stuff on it, you know, happening right. in that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We've, we've got some tilapia in the room, and, and we're learning all at the same time. Okay, well that sounds like great. So, and then you also have your brewing beer there. That's right. That's yeah, right. so that's yeah. interesting. So, yep. uh, how did you get involved with the beer side? I mean, you know, hydroponics and, you know, and gardening <laughs> and, uh, and also you look over here and you're going, oh, there's beer. There's beer here too. Yeah, I think it's it started way before Asheville was deemed Beer City and, and it actually got started at the Carborough store down in the eastern part of the state and one of our staff was very passionate about home brewing and the more we looked into it the more appealing it became and so Asheville was actually the last of the fifth season stores to take on a homebrew department we were conscious that there were already two homebrew stores in the town and we didn't really want to step on any toes but uh, we, sh we share a website amongst all the stores Folks were coming in asking for, for supplies, and we, after about a year of that, we said, well, we better, we better get into this. Okay. The new space that we have, you know, honoring being in Beer City, USA, and we actually created a, a brew on premises space. In the classroom, we have eight kettles. You know, they all have their own plumbing and um, hot and cold water, drains in the floor, and so we can really host a, a class, fit up to 20 people in the classroom, and and teach them how to so you can have 20 people there but how many actually different brew batches can you make eight eight yeah okay yep. so you can have basically three or four people at each that's right so they're brewing beer that's great now have you done any hemp beer yet we haven't but we certainly have interests our friends over at one world one world brewing downtown Asheville have a summer hemp ale and we were considering having them bring the sixth of a of a full keg, okay, and um, have them do some pourings, and for whatever reason that didn't work out. But I, I know it is possible. Yeah, and from what I hear, it's pretty tasty. 
three or four up in Vermont microbrewers okay. that are brewing brews, and I know the guy that's supplying them the uh, the hemp for that, and he's actually got them all started. Okay, so tell us a little bit about. Okay, so you got the hydroponics and uh, the growing there, and then you got the. Uh, so tell us about the rest of the store then. Well, when you walk into the store, it almost feels like a like a tropical paradise. We've got all these tropical plants. Um, we've got orchids. We have bonsai and all the accessories that go with that. That's that's the front of the store. And then as you as you maneuver around, we also have kind of what we call our DIY section, and that's bee beekeeping supplies, oh, okay, um, a few um, honey products, all kinds of food fermentation vessels um, canning supplies okay uh, we have about 30 linear feet of tools you know and that's anything from pruners to american-made rakes and hoes and uh, shovels and mushroom supplies we've got a fridge with uh you know different different types of mycelium plugs and uh, sawdust spawn we've got cheese cultures and all kinds of cheese making supplies wow. so it really has just kind of become this umbrella of DIY, you mm-hmm. know, just things to provide comfort in the home and... Okay. Yeah. So, um, people come into your store for a variety of different reasons uh, that you can supply them education to the uh, basic uh, everything they need to get started in a variety of different, I guess, little industries in the painting uh, and gardening, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah, I know you have an interest in hemp. How can your store help the hemp industry? That ties back to getting involved with the with the small scale farms uh, in the area. Okay. Um, we've always carried high quality potting soils at a fair price, and and amendments. And when I say amendments, I mean like blood meal and green sand and rock phosphate and lime, um, you know, things to enrich the soil. I should mention char, uh, char grow as well, uh, biochar. Okay. Product, you Tell know, us a little so bit about biochar. What is that? I... Biochar is, it's an inoculated char. So it's, so it's, it's a home for, for the good microbes that we need to sustain healthy soil. It's like a condominium for all the good microbes, ah. um, good bacteria, the mycorrhizae, uh, I assume protozoa, all the good critters you need in the soil. To, uh-huh. to keep, it's, it's almost like probiotics for okay. the soil. Oh, okay. That that yeah. that helps me yeah. uh, understand what it is. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. And so you have these nutrients that go into the in, into the soil mm-hmm. and. From my understanding, all the pesticides and herbicides and all the chemicals they put into the soil are killing all of those. That's right, right, and mm-hmm. well, along with the fertilizer salts. Yeah, um, okay. those are all detrimental to the soil. Okay, so. so getting back to healthy soil, just like healthy humans, we got to quit That's putting right. the bad stuff in our on our in our bodies. We got to quit putting the bad stuff in the soil, also. That's right. All right. So this is all education, and, and I can see where just this little talk with you, now I understand a little bit, and I can start thinking in the right direction here. Well, good. Back to the hemp. How can that help the hemp farm? Well, hemp is one of those crops that gives back to the soil. It, 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 some folks would use it as a, as a cover crop. You right. Know? I mean, they probably wouldn't till it back into the soil. 
but it's not constantly taking from the soil. Okay. You can you can en- enrich your uh, by by maintaining that biodiversity in the soil. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it would play in with with a healthy harvest. One of the other parts I I think we would play is if if folks are getting into the CBD production, we carry all the all the supplies for for making cuttings or cloning. Okay. You know, you, uh-huh. where you where you may take a uh, a stock plant that mm-hmm. has already proven itself to be um, potent in the properties that you're you're looking for, and instead of starting all over from seed, you would take a cutting of this plant yep. and propagate it. All right. Um, so I I think that would be a crucial role okay. we play. We also sell all the lighting equipment that, that farmers need to to make that happen. Okay. And so what about the, the regular field crops out there that are going to be growing uh, for the herd and for the fiber? Sure. And uh, so how can you help that the, that farmer start out on the right yeah. foot? Yeah, I think, um, I think the amendments are probably one of the more important things that we carry. You know, if you were okay. starting off with a fresh plot that had never been tilled before, or maybe it used to be a, a, a tobacco farm and just leached of all the all the richness that the soil once had, you would put down these amendments, till it in one time. Okay. Provide a, yeah, getting the soil prepared again. That's right. Was, was it was misused for years and years and years? Sure. Okay. Sure. And maybe after your, maybe after you harvest your hemp, you follow up with a different type of cover crop. Mm-hmm. Cover crops play a role. They they suppress weeds. They give back nutrition to the soil. Mm-hmm. Um, they hold the soil. You know, if, if once you harvest all your hemp, you know, it, you, you need something to hold the hold the soil in place so it doesn't end up in the river. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So you play a vital part, in, especially in North Carolina here. Yeah, yeah. Some of those things are kind of hard to come across. And um, Okay. So where do you see the industrial hemp industry going in the next two to three years? I really hope that a lot of these you know, small-scale farmers that I've been building relationships with for years get to have their, their plot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important that it doesn't end up in the, a few big ag hands. I see it as a grassroots movement. You know, I've seen, you know, farming is not easy. No, um, it's not. Yeah, and, and I think that a lot of a lot of the farmers we work with, you know, they sacrifice wealth in, in the form of dollars for a different type of wealth. Yeah. And, um, but it... But it doesn't come easy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They're out there struggling, but you yeah. know they're giving back to the soil. They're giving back That's right. to everything. So That's right. we have to support the farmers mm-hmm. all over the United States uh, and the small farmer. Sure. You know, the, the farmer that has uh, two to twenty-two acres. You know, fifty acres. That's still a small farm. That's right. It is. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, and that's the backbone of this country. It's not these big thousands and thousand acre farms uh, because they have a tendency of not taking care of anything that's in the right. soil. They're, they're yeah. all after the single yeah. bottom line here. Monoculture. Okay. Anything else you'd like to tell us about your plans for the future or your store? What are we left out here? Well, I, I think that the next step for us 
is probably taking that education piece and uh, and getting out of the box. Um, so okay. we, we do have plans to roll out some consulting services and some landscaping services. Got a lot of folks moving in from different areas and they don't understand the little microclimates that we have. They, they need help with garden planning or garden coaching is a new term I, I keep hearing. There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, folks moving up from Florida, I, I have to constantly remind them that January is not the time to put your tomatoes in the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's probably the next step for us. Yeah. So when you educate people, you're creating a culture in your business. You're creating more than just a a customer. You're you're creating friends. You're creating long-term relationships with these people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got it. Some have been over a decade at this point. Yeah. And And that's people planet and profit. So Mike, I'm going to thank you for being a guest on the uh, I Hemp Revolution podcast here. And uh, any last uh, comments? Keep sowing the seeds. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Yes, sir. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host. Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.